Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CME curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. Hello, my name is Adam Cohen from the University of Pennsylvania, and today I'll be discussing the topic, can I expect better outcomes with idacaptogene vicleusal therapy compared to other treatment options in the triple class refractory myeloma patient? We know that once patients become refractory to a proteasome inhibitor, IMID, and CD38 antibody, the so-called triple class refractory patient, that outcomes unfortunately can be very poor. On the left, you can see data from the retrospective multicenter mammoth study in which 80% of patients were triple class refractory. Regardless of what treatment option was chosen, the overall response rate was somewhere between 30 and 35%, with median PFS roughly between three to four months. For patients who were triple and quad refractory, the median survival was 9.2 months, and for those that were pentarefractory, median survival was unfortunately less than six months. On the right, you can see data from the more recent prospective locomotion study in which 248 patients, 74% of whom were triple-class refractory, were observed following the receipt of any number of standard-of-care treatment options based on their physician's preference. Again, regardless of the treatment chosen, the overall response rate was around 30%, with a median PFS of 4.6 months and a median survival of about 12 months. We're fortunate to have two new drugs recently approved for multiple myeloma in the past two years, uh, both of them for this tough-to-treat triple-class refractory population. On the left, you can see data from the DREAM2 study, which tested the antibody drug conjugate belantamab. At the 2.5 milligram per kilogram dose given IV once every three weeks, the overall response rate in this study was 31%, with a median PFS of 2.8 months and a median duration of response of 11 months. Median survival was 13.7 months in this study. On the right, you can see data from the Selinexor dexamethasone study. Selinexor is a novel oral XBO1 inhibitor. In this study, which enrolled 122 patients, the overall response rate was 26%, with median PFS of 3.7 months and median survival of roughly 8 to 9 months. Thus, while these are nice additions to our armamentarium, you can see that the uh, overall efficacy outcomes are not that different from, from what we've had historically. And we uh, clearly need additional uh, treatment options for this difficult-to-treat population. Idacaptogene vicleusal, or Idacel, is a BCMA-targeted autologous CAR T-cell product. The structure of the CAR is shown on the left. It has a murine-derived SCFE targeting BCMA, a CD8 hinge and transmembrane domain, a 4-1-BB costimulatory domain, and a CD3-zeta activation domain. Idacel was approved based on this pivotal phase 2 single-arm KARMA study, the scheme of which is shown here. Patients underwent leukapheresis, and then idacel was transduced into their T-cells using a lentiviral vector. After a four- to five-week manufacturing process, the CAR T-cells were given back as a single infusion following standard fludarabine and cyclophosphamide conditioning. Eligible patients had to have at least three prior lines of therapy and had to be previously exposed to an IMID proteasome inhibitor and CD38 antibody, and also be refractory to their most recent line of therapy. On the far right, you can see that 148 patients underwent apheresis, and 128 were ultimately dosed with one of three different doses of Idacel. The primary endpoint was overall response rate. Here you can see the primary efficacy outcomes. 
Patients had a median of six prior lines of therapy and 84% were triple class refractory. The overall response rate in the whole population was 73%, including 33% achieving a CR or better. At the highest dose level of 450 million cells, which is the FDA recommended dose, the overall response rate was 81%, with CR or better in 39%. On the upper right, you can see progression-free survival. Median PFS was 8.8 months for the entire population, but again was highest in the patients receiving the highest dose level of 450 million cells, where median PFS was 12.1 months. Median overall survival for the entire study was 19.4 months. And if you recall, this is significantly greater than what had been seen with the historical controls in the mammoth or locomotion studies, suggesting a significant improvement over our uh, prior therapeutic options. In terms of toxicities, the most common toxicities were hematologic, as expected from patients receiving lymphodepleting conditioning and CAR T cells. Almost 90% of patients developed grade 3 or higher neutropenia, and roughly 50 to 60% developed grade 3 to 4 thrombocytopenia and anemia. The majority of these cytopenias had recovered to grade 2 or less by 2 to 3 months after CAR T cells, though a subset of patients did have prolonged cytopenias that could last for several months. 84% of patients uh, developed cytokine release syndrome after cell with a median uh, onset of around one day. Fortunately, most of these were low-grade, and only 5 to 6% of patients developed high-grade CRS. 18 to 20% developed neurotoxicity, uh, and again, most of these were low-grade, with 3 to 6% uh, developing grade 3 or higher neurotoxicity. 52% of patients did get tocilizumab. So to conclude, IDASEL has significant activity in highly refractory myeloma and has now been FDA approved for relapse refractory myeloma after four more prior lines, including a PI, IMID, and CD38 antibody. I do think it represents a new standard of care option for patients with triple-class refractory myeloma. There are a number of ongoing studies looking at IDASEL in, in less heavily pretreated patients, as shown here, including the randomized phase 3 CARMA-3 study in which IDASEL is compared to doctor's choice of standard of care regimens in patients with two to four prior lines of therapy. And hopefully by moving uh, this up into less refractory patients, we may see even more durable remissions. Thank you very much for your attention. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is jointly provided by Global Learning Collaborative, GLC, and Total CME Incorporated and is part of our Minute CME curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash CME. Thank you for listening.